Welcome to Activate Your Massive Brain with Tanya Rivera Falcone. Today we're talking about burnout in the coaching industry. So I'm sure you've seen it. You've seen people who are getting rid of their coaching programs and launching memberships instead. Or they're gone altogether. They're closing their businesses down. They've stopped promoting. They're going on sabbaticals. And I want to unpack with you, you know, what we've been experiencing, what we've been witnessing, and talk to you about ways and things that we can do that you can do today so that you are not in a place tomorrow where you're so burnt out that you want to blow the whole business up. So if you want to listen, go ahead and let's get started. Hello and welcome to Activate Your Massive Brand with Tanya Rivera Falcone. This podcast was created for impact-driven and legacy-minded women of influence who are looking to grow and even scale their coaching businesses with five-figure transformational coaching packages. Tanya, the founder of Massive Brand Consulting, specializes in high-ticket sales, offer creation and curriculum design, and high-performance team building, and believes that with the right offer, the right marketing plan, and the right team, you truly can create your your business and life by design. This podcast is brought to you by Fossley, Massive Brand Consulting's all-in-one marketing and sales software. You're able to manage clients, track progress, schedule appointments effortlessly. It's time to say goodbye to chaos and hello to organization. You're going to boost your marketing game with personalized emails, automated lead generation, and your coaching business will grow just because of it. So go ahead and go to bossly.io forward slash demo so we can walk you through how to elevate your coaching practice today. Okay, so I definitely want to preface this by saying there's nothing wrong if you need a break in business. There's nothing wrong if you feel like this time in life it should be dedicated to other things outside of business building. So I just want to preface this whole thing by saying that. And I know people are watching, obviously women are watching other women in business and saying like, what's next for me in this economic turmoil and what I see happening, people that I admire, that I respect are closing down their businesses, right? So this is why I want to talk about it because you probably have watching someone who you admire who you want to work with maybe, or who you see as a potential collaborator or colleague, and now their business is not what it was. And so I see a lot of people who've also been championing a, you know, a, a certain business model, whether it's you know coaching or high-ticket coaching, and they've been leading people to believe that that is the way that they've made their wealth, and now they've switched the, and flipped the whole script, and now they're selling things like courses, digital products, and memberships. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but I really want to speak to what we're seeing and is a type of burnout that we can get out ahead of if we understand how to build our business in a way that drives growth and not exhaustion. And so today I want to speak to from a place of preventative measure, right? So we are observing something in the marketplace and I want you to be savvy enough to get out ahead of what could possibly be something that you find yourself in which is burnout, you know, six months from now, two months from now, right? And so I have kind of a a way that I want to unpack this. And so there's three areas of focus that I want to talk about today. And it's team, sales, and systems. And so when we think of team in the coaching space, we typically think of a VA, a part-time VA, some sort of OBM maybe, maybe, uh, you know, social media assistant 
that will help you batch out your content or help you schedule your content or help you repurpose your content, right? But they're not any they're not really helping you come up with the content. It's you doing all the things and then saying here and now post this or now publish this or now schedule this, right? And so <clears throat> when it comes to team, usually the burnout happens. The main pin, pin part of burnout happens with when you are the only service provider. And I've been talking about this for years because many of us in the coaching space, our ego is so big that we can't even conceptualize having someone else deliver our intellectual property. We can't imagine creating a curriculum-based program where we now have a team of coaches that are executing, delivering, facilitating the transformation on behalf of us to our clients. Now, that's not everyone. We see many coaches who have coaching staff, who have consultants on staff, who are contracting consultants and other coaches to help run their business. So I'm not saying that we don't see this at all, but there is a wave of women who don't believe that it's possible. They believe that the transformation has to come from them. They don't believe, for whatever reason, that either they can lead a team to drive results through the team, or that they feel like they need to be personally connected to their clients. And so being the only service provider, being the only content creator, right? And so because many of us are building personal brands, we feel like I have to create all the content. I have to be the face. I have to do the live streams. I have to show up. I have to write all the all the emails. And maybe maybe that, depending on what your business is, Maybe you feel better doing it that way. But my point in saying all of this, is there an opportunity for you to explore another way, right? So when it comes to that service provider in your business being you, is there an opportunity for you to start to future pace what it would look like to have another coach come in and help facilitate? As it relates to content, if you have to do the podcast like me, right? What are other things, what other pieces of content can you delegate? Because yeah, you want to be the one to do the live stream. I get it. But what are other what other pieces of content need to be created in order for the business to run that you don't have to yourself create? Being the only sales and business development driver, meaning you're the only one doing outreach. You're the only one talking to new, you know, new potential leads. You're the only one going to networking events. You're the only one thinking of ways to drive sales. You're the only one driving traffic to your sales tool. You're the only one talking about the webinar coming up next week. You're the only one, the only one. You see what you see where this is going? <laughs> so again, thinking of in terms of your business, what could you possibly do to have someone come in and help drive sales? Right? Do you already have an automated webinar? Do you already have, you know, your funnel set up for your consultation? Like, what do you have that you're doing? What are you doing to drive sales? And is there a way for you to allow support within that part of your business? Being the only visionary. Are you the only one that comes up with concept strategies that is thinking long-term? Are you the only one in the room when you're planning your three-year, five-year, 10-year planning? Are you the only one in the room when you're coming up with your sales plan for the year? Are you the only one in the room, right? When you're thinking about redesigning your messaging 
and coming up and up leveling your avatar and coming up with strategy around client acquisition, right? Are you the only one in the room? And maybe you're not ready to hire someone who's going to be on your leadership team, but maybe it's a matter of hiring a consultant or hiring a mentor or hiring a coach that can help you with the visionary part of your business. So there's ways to do this without hiring a full-blown staff, right? You can hire support for the areas that you need and it can lighten the load. Being the only curriculum developer, there are people you can hire to help you develop the curriculum, to help you really flush out the process that it's going to take your clients to get to their desired transformation. Being the only lead generator, being the only copywriter, right? So you, so you, you get what you get what I'm saying. You're going to need support. You have goals that are beyond you that are beyond your hands, right? And so when we think about the vastness of what God called us to do, it's going to require support. It's going to require support. Many of these coaches that we're seeing who are not doing whatever they were doing before, you know, I saw someone the other day talking about how she's no longer responding to DMs. She's no longer, you know, um, publishing content every day. It's because she's the only one publishing the content. Now, if she had someone who could help her do that, then she could focus on other things, right? And so oftentimes we go, we resort to, I'm not doing this anymore. This isn't the way. As opposed to saying, let me stop and pause and see how I can get support so I can continue the mission, right? We talk about our why being so big and so expansive and to help the women's economy, to have a legacy for our children, and to have all the things that we've always desired and to, and to really be obedient to the calling that God put on us. But then the minute we start feeling friction, now it's time to, to, to stop the whole show, right? So to button this up, I say, what can you do to start figuring out where can I get support? Where do I need support? Where do I feel good? What are some of the things that I do every day that I absolutely love that fuel me? And then what are the things that I'm doing that, oh, I just can't, (laughs) right? So when we think about these areas of focus within team, service provider, provider, content creation, sales and business development, visionary focus, curriculum development, lead generation, copywriting, there's so much more, right? Uh, automation and tech backend stuff, right? Like, you know your business. So this is just a few examples, but you start to really do an audit of one, what drives revenue? How do I get seen? What builds brand awareness? What helps drive client success? What do we do that drives client retention? <clears throat> and if you know these things, then you can start to say, okay, what of these things that we have to keep doing do I want to be responsible to, for? And what are some of the things I know I want to delegate? And start crafting the job description. And of course, if you need support with that, you know who to DM. <laughs> Me, right? Um, so this is what I want. This is, we're in a space and time where life feels hard. And so I don't want to dismiss what we're going through. The 2020 and beyond has been very interesting for 
humanity in general and for business owners too, right? So we don't want, you know, we're not going to dismiss that in this conversation. But what I'm saying is we don't have to throw the whole business away. <clears throat> okay, not enough sales. So this I see a lot. If you hear me clearing my throat, I'm probably not going to edit it out. But allergies are kicking my butt. So that's my little disclaimer. But sales. This is such <laughs> such a hot topic because you one minute you think you're you you've got it down and the next minute your leads are running dry. And so most people feel like <clears throat> when I don't have enough sales, I need to create more content. When I don't have enough connections, I need to create more content. I need to be out more. I need to post three or four times a day. I need to do all my stories. I need to send a million emails. I need to do all the things. What you need to do is make genuine connections with real people. You need to talk to real people about how you can support them and see if there's an opportunity for you to work with them, period. So when you're in need of sales, you need to be talking to people, getting out of your house, getting on the phone, going to events, doing outreach. I hate when I see people who like feel like they're up against the, you know, they're running up against the gun. And the first thing they do <clears throat> is start to create a bunch of content that we already know the algorithm is not going to the algorithm doesn't know that you need a client today. <laughs> so they're not going to automatically just start publishing your content in a way that dramatically increases your reach <laughs> than it had before, right? So this is something that I see a lot. And you can tell just by how people are talking about how they're dismissing their business. Like it's getting hard. We're doing, we're doing all these things and nothing's working. Well, what are you doing to drive sales? What are you doing to drive sales? Are you having consultations and connection calls, exploratory calls multiple times a week? Because if you're not, the content should be a bonus, right? The content is great for people who find you, they wanna learn more about you, they wanna make a buying decision on their own, or maybe you spoke to them in the past or you met them at an event, now they want to watch your stuff, but we can't be passive when it comes to making money in our business. Saying I'm going to post content and wait for a customer to come to me is the most passive thing you can do. And if you have a multi-million dollar goal, being passive is the last thing you want to do. And so that's all I'm going to say about sales. You have to be reactive. Oh, so get this. Let me see if I can find it real quick while we're chatting here on this podcast. I came up with, well, I call her Eileen. It's ChatGPT. <clears throat> I'm like, come up with 25 revenue generating sales and marketing activities for a business coach in order to close $30,000 worth of business each month. So again, this is ChatGPT, but I just want to let you, just to show you how easy it is to get out of a sales funk. So. I'm gonna read this in no particular order because some things I definitely think we would do first over others, but webinars. We call them in our company lead events because they don't have to be webinars, but an event where you drive a bunch of people and you serve them and then you give them the business and then you extend an offer. Email marketing, 
LinkedIn networking. We've been using LinkedIn for the past three months. And we've gotten some great results. Paid advertising, a referral program, content marketing. When you once you've done all the other things, <laughs> SEO is great. Like when we talk about content marketing, not many people are talking about SEO. Everyone's just publishing crap on Instagram and walking off. And there's no focus on long-term, like, findability. Is that a word? (laughs) Um, Social media engagement, podcast interviews, appearing as a guest on relevant podcasts to reach a wider audience, video marketing, public speaking, affiliate marketing, networking events, direct mail campaigns, cold outreach, which is the one that I love the best because it's the fastest. Email, phone, right? Um, Free consultations sessions. I love that too. Client retention programs. How do I retain the clients that I already have? How do I upsell and do some cross-selling? Joint ventures, partnering with other businesses. Um, Creating digital products, which I don't necessarily love if you're not already hitting your, what I call your monthly nut, Um, or at least hitting your first big mega benchmark goal. So for many of us, our benchmark goal is one to $2 million. So we shouldn't be creating anything crazy beyond the main offer, but maybe you're beyond that. Um, PR and media outreach, right? Retargeting campaigns, participating in online communities, right? So that's 25 ways. Um, Did I get them all? Influencer partnerships, so I'll actually put this on a list on a, like a little Google doc, and then I'll put the Google doc in the show notes so you can see, but you should be choosing like five of these to focus on. So if you said, I'm going to blow it up on LinkedIn, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to be posting content and engaging and doing outreach. And I'm going to host a, a weekly webinar and I'm going to keep my audience engaged by sending an email newsletter every single day. So that's webinar, weekly webinar, daily email marketing and outreach on LinkedIn. You shouldn't have a sales problem. Now, if you have a problem closing them, that's a different story, right? So I think we said enough about sales. (laughs) Let's move into systems. So I was talking to a potential client last week, and we talked about, you know, what are some of the things that she does well? And she's, you know, doesn't have any problem at all generating leads. She has no problem signing clients, but that's where the fun begins because her back end is not, she said a mess. I didn't say a mess. She said it. Okay. Uh, it's a mess. And it's, it's, it's kind of simple, but it's not right. So many of us think systems are heavy and a lot of us go into coaching thinking that we can be intuitive and have a flow and really become who we are and step in again to who God called us to be. And when we think of strategy in the terms of systems and organization and automation, it feels counterintuitive to why we became a coach in the first place. But I believe these same systems, these same tools, these same automations allow you to live in that person who you really want to be more often than not. So maybe you aren't the one coming up with the systems, coming up with the, you know, all the automations. Maybe you're saying this is how I want the business to operate and you hire someone to do it, but they need to be there. 
So when I think of baseline systems to help your coaching business run and operate, I think traffic leads clients, right? So that is the first system. How do I get traffic? Whether it's a freebie, opt-in webinar, whatever the case is, what am I putting out to the world? And what is the platform that I'm using to put it out there, right? So LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, And what do I want these people to do? Whether it's book a call or get this freebie or hop on this webinar. So we're collecting leads. And then what are we doing to get them to become clients? This is gonna require a landing page at the very least, right? It's gonna require a page if you're doing a webinar that's gonna host the video. And then it's gonna require a series of emails and maybe text messages and maybe Instagram messages, depending on how savvy your funnel is, to get them to engage and to get them to take action one way or another, right? So this is what I call your brand awareness campaign that either gets them to say, I want to be a client today, I want to be a client tomorrow, or I'm not a fit, okay? So keep that in mind. This is your traffic leads conversion, this is your main brand awareness funnel. And again, it is for them to decide, I wanna be a client today, I wanna be a client tomorrow, or I'm not a fit, okay? And so then what about those people who say, I wanna be a client tomorrow? Most people who do their brand awareness or their marketing campaign or their sales funnel to get sales, focus so heavily on that main funnel that the clients or the potential clients that say, I want to be a client tomorrow, never get spoken to again. So then so then they don't become clients tomorrow. <laughs> so we need a nurture campaign. We need to nurture them to remind them of why they came here in the first place. Okay, in this campaign, depending on how you can you set it up, The first 90 days could be every day. The next 90 days, right, could be two to three times a week. And then the next 90 days could be once or twice a week. And then the last could be once a week, right? So then we have a 12-month nurture campaign that we're putting people through once they go through our brand awareness campaign. Simple. And it sounds simple and it's not, but it is. Then we want to have a campaign for client success. You have a client who joins your 12-month program. They should be getting correspondence from you outside of coaching. (laughs) How do we promote follow-through? How do we layer additional accountability? How do we get them to log into the damn portal, (laughs) right? How do we get them to hop on the coaching calls? And yes, Slack is great, but that additional layer of email and focused attention to where they are based on when when they signed up into the program is super crucial. So that's your client success, um, your client success sequence. So we have a brand awareness sequence, which hopefully is going to get you sales again today or tomorrow. Then we have your nurture 12-month campaign, your drip campaign. 
and then your client success um, sequence. Simple. There's there's so many. There's so much more. Like there's so many different ways you can engage and create automations. Like that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's, you know, enrollment uh, workflows, right? So when your client enrolls, there's a whole workflow you can create so that the onboarding is seamless. There's so many things, but the bare minimum should be these three. Maybe we'll add your client enrollment as well. So these four, because I really feel strongly about that. So brand awareness, nurture, enrollment, and client success sequence. So if you have questions about these, you should be hitting me up, DMing me. And if you're not already using Bossly, which is our software, you get to, you can create all of this pretty effortlessly. And a lot of templates we already have made. So you're literally just plugging and playing the templates based on what we talked about. <clears throat> so I say all of this to say, we have options, sis. Yes, it's okay to take time off from business. Yes, it's okay to take vacation. But if you're feeling burnt out and you're feeling like, or you're feeling like you might be getting towards the area <laughs> of burnout, I urge you to save this this podcast um, episode and think of ways that you can implement one or two things to help alleviate the stress. Is it bringing in a team member, even if it's just temporarily, right? Is it figuring out a way to get and to define your sales process? So getting sales and closing deals is never an issue ever again? Or is it time to operationalize your business so that you can feel confident to sign more clients because you know they'll be taken care of? So I say all this to say, we are launching our brand new program, so brand new, hasn't even been named yet. Um, But we are selecting three women this week who will work with me privately in our pre-launch phase. So if you are someone who you know, it's time to build the team, it's time to drive more sales, and it's time to be serious about systems, DM me on Instagram, just say I want to learn more, and we will get you connected. All right, until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Activate Your Massive Brand podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, I encourage you to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you have any major takeaways, I would love for you to leave a review. Reviews ensure that our content stays relevant, so they're super helpful. To stay connected, follow me on all the socials at Tanya Rivera Falcone and go to monetize.massivebrandconsulting.com forward slash start dash here to learn more about booking a complimentary offer audit, a map to millions consultation, or enrolling into our legacy program, the high ticket offer elixir. Until next time.